Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 26 of the Last I Go Heart podcast. DJ, spin it. I go heart podcast. Podcast. You are listening to the last I go heart. Go heart. You are listening to the last I go heart podcast. What is up, everybody? How is your Friday going? Friday evening, if you're listening to the podcast right now, uh, when I posted it, or you may be one of those people that likes to start out. Uh, with this podcast fresh during the week, Mondays, driving to your horrible jobs that you don't want to go to or your awful classes. Either way, I'm glad that uh, I'm entering your eardrums and affecting how your week goes. Uh, Well, no, I'm not affecting how your week goes, but you know, hopefully no matter how your week went, you at least flash back and go, you know what? I listened to the last Eichel Heart podcast this week. I, I, I didn't, my week wasn't too awful. You know, that's all I want. That's absolutely all I want. And plus also, y'all have to give me a round of applause real quick. I'm going to give myself a little pat on the back. I hope you're clapping right now. I'm imagining that you're clapping because uh, this is the second Friday in a row that I've done the last I Go Heart podcast, baby. I didn't skip a week. See, I didn't skip a week. The next Friday, I'm having to apologize. Like, oh, I'm so sorry that I couldn't make. Nope, nope. New Dawson now. Every Friday from now on, no matter what. No matter what. Well, I can't say no matter what, but you know what? I'm going to really try my hardest because, you know, the new Dawson's here. Okay, old Dawson snapped his neck. He's no longer in existence. It's all new Dawson. Oh, man. Work, 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 work. I had an awkward thing at work today. One of my managers was talking to my other manager. They're both in their low 30s. and. One of them asked, hey, have you taken the money to the bank yet? And the other guy's like, uh, no, I didn't know we needed to, like right now. And he goes, oh, well, I, I can go ahead and go take it. I have to go to the bank anyways. And the guy was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess that's fine. Well, next thing you know is he wants to go take the money so bad to the bank. And I'm like, why does he want to take the money so bad? And then he starts going, yeah. There's this girl over there anyways that, you know, I've been kind of trying to talk to. I was like, oh, I started laughing because I didn't know he was being serious. I thought he was kidding. Next thing you know, he was at, he looked at me and he goes, what, what's funny? And I was like, oh, no. He actually was being serious about flirting with uh, one of the girls at the bank he goes to. Not a good idea because I've seen most of the people that, I mean, at least where I bank at, they're not... Uh, tens or eights or you know in my age range they're like in their 50s or 60s so hopefully the person uh is around his age that works at his bank uh or maybe he's just into 60 year olds i don't know but i do have this theory i don't know if it's true or not but i mean mostly old people work at the bank that's just straight facts so hopefully he went to the bank and there was no old people flirting but you know I can't, you know, I can't underestimate him on that, uh, but, <laughs> uh, man, anyways, uh, I also have, uh, some interesting news, I have a competition coming up Wednesday, uh, the 11th of November, yes, the, close to the middle-ish of November, I have a comedy competition at the Looney Bin, so, y'all better be there, be there, or, uh, you know, I can't do anything about it, but hopefully you can come if you need directions. 
message me. I could definitely send you all the details, the deets. But that's probably the only that's the only thing that I got up in the news right now. Other than that, I haven't had really that much of many things going on. Busyness, other than you know going to work and finding out my manager like sixty year olds maybe. Whew. Cringe. Yes, but <laughs> uh, things that have gone that have risen up lately. Spam calls. I hate these things. I hate spam calls. I've been getting them a lot more since COVID started. I think I get like four a day. And they're like all unknown numbers or they'll say potential spam, which I'm really glad iPhone or I mean, I don't know if Androids do it, but hopefully they do. But I'm really glad Apple has came together and told me if I have them in my contacts or if it's just a potential spam because it gets pretty annoying. I used to just answer them, and then all of a sudden it's like, you want a trip to the Caribbean? I'm like, crap, I wasted my time, didn't I? But now it says potential spam. Then they leave messages like, oh, you haven't paid your taxes, or, oh, you, your car is in jeopardy of blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh. These, these spam calls have really gotten annoying, especially now that it's around election time. I've gotten multiple calls about like representatives or like in Congress or whatever. They're like, hey, make sure, hey, have you ever heard of this guy named uh, like French Hill, for example? I get his calls all the time. Not expecting you to know who he is, but I've seen ads about him. Whatever. I get calls about him a lot. It's like, hey, do you know French Hill? Yada, yada, yada. Starts talking about these good things about him, why I should vote for him. And then basically, they're just trying to manipulate me the whole time in order to vote for this guy, which should be highly illegal. Why, why do you spam call and try to get me to vote for somebody? That makes me not want to vote for them even more. Now that you're trying to manipulate me into voting for them, you're trying to convince me. That's one thing that I've never understood. That's why I don't like politics. That's why I don't like the presidential campaign. Yeah, it's coming up, I know. But boo. Awesome. Yay, what was it? We got the 31st, and then we got three. We got four days. Yeah, it took me a minute. I had to actually write that down on, on a, a piece of paper. I was like, what is, what is, the, what is three plus one? Four. Four, Dawson. You're an idiot. <laughs> you haven't been in school for that long? You don't know what three plus one is? But, hey, stop spam calling me and begging for your vote because I'm not going to give it to you. Their, their political campaigns remind me a lot of homecoming court in high school. Just girls that have never talked to you or paid it or gave you any time of the day. And then all of a sudden, when it comes around to when they really need something from you, they come up to you and they act like they're your best friend. And they're like, oh, by the way, homecoming's coming up. Can I trust you to vote for me? And you're like, uh, yeah, yeah I guess. I mean, what? Nope, not for me. You are not getting a vote for me. There's been so many girls that have denied voting for them for homecoming court just because of the simple fact that they have annoyed me. I hate, I hate when people ask me. The only reason why they talk to me is because they want something 
out of me. And that's exactly what I think of presidential campaigns. And that's exactly what I think of all those spam phone calls. They're exactly like homecoming court, but it's adult version. It's literally adult version of homecoming court. Annoying. They don't care about you until they'll be like, well, okay, here's the thing. If French Hill told me, hey, Dawson, you don't have to pay any sales tax next year. I'm like, wow. Now you got my attention because I'm also, if I scratch your back, you got to scratch mine. Okay, you can't just say something that doesn't interest me. You can't just say, hey, Dawson, uh, I am going to get more jobs. I'm going to be like, I found one. All right, why do I need, a, I need more of them? Yeah, 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 I can get you more jobs. No, I don't want more. I need something more beneficial than that. Come on, French. What are you going to do? What, come on, what are you going to do for me? Scratch my, I'm, I mean, if I'm going to vote for you, you got to give me something really interesting. Oh, okay, fine, fine, fine. No sales tax for the whole year. No sales tax. I'm like, heck yeah. Are you kidding me? Hell. I mean, give me that. Send, that. send that little gift card to me in the mail. It says right here, French Hill told me I don't have to pay any sales tax for a whole year. I don't care what his policies are. He, he did something for me. That's, that's all that matters. And that's the biggest thing. Is if I'm a, if, oh, that's what pe- gets people's votes. Is if you, you promising all these things, then you better get in the office and you better do them. But they don't promise anything that's like really like, you know, lowering gas prices. That would be something I would get behind on. If they gave me like a coupon, if one of the presidential campaigns or like Congress or a mayor or whatever was like, hey, Dawson, if you vote for me um, and I win, I'm going to give you this card and you get free gas for a year. I'm like, what? Or at least a 50% discount. I mean... Hell, it's already risen 180. I remember back when COVID just started, and I've already talked about this in last podcast when I was excited about it. It got as low as 99 cents. Okay, that reminded me of some like 1950s situations or 1960s. Now you go up into here, and it's literally a dollar 89 or dollar 85 some places wherever. But is it literally in a dollar eighty now? It used to be like ninety nine cents to a dollar, and it literally rose eighty cents in like two three months. It's it's crazy and ridiculous. All I'm saying is, if you promise me no sales tax for a whole year, and and for a fact, you know, tell me that I can get fifty percent off of gas or free gas, I will be riding with you all the way. Well, Dawson, he's, he's also in support of kicking babies. What? Yeah, he's in, in support of kicking babies and drowning puppies. But did, you, but did you hear what he said, though? He said that he would give me no sales tax for a year and, and 50% off of gas. <laughs> I don't really care about the little extra. I mean, those two are like really big red flags. But I mean, did you see what he said he would do for me? I mean, come on. I'm... That's all I have to say, but stop spamming. That's all I have, like, that's the main thing. It's spam calls are so annoying. And, and when I try to call them back, the number is disconnected, or I can't call them back. Why? Why can't I spam call them back? It's not fair. It needs to be a number where, like, I could call them back, and then they pick up, 
or they just hang up and then I'm just like give them some bullcrap lie or I just say the same thing that they said to me. I wonder if two spam callers accidentally called each other at one time. They're just like awkwardly just sitting there. It's like, hello, you want a vacation to the Caribbean? And they're like, what? I want, I was about to tell you, you want a trip to the Caribbean. What? No way. We both want a trip to the Caribbean? Well, hey, can, can I have your credit card number first? Oh, well, no, no, no. I will be polite. I will give you my credit card number first. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And then I wonder if that's happened. That would be funny if two spam spammers or whatever. Hey, you owe taxes to the IRS. What? No, no, you owe taxes to the IRS. That's what I was going to call you about. No, 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 I wasn't going to call you about that. See, I'm telling you, it would be really funny. Like, I wish I could do that. Like, my phone, if it said, like, potential spammer, it automatically, I can hang up on them, and it would connect them with another spam call. And so it would be two spam callers calling each other, and it would be the coolest thing ever. And then it, it could get a recording of what's going on in the situation. And then I get to laugh at it when I listen to what happened. It'd be beautiful, gorgeous, awesome, amazing. <laughs> oh, speaking of spam callers, scamming, bullcrap. Remember, remember back when you were a kid? The balance bracelets and like the Fushigi ball. You know, the toys. That you can get that your parents would literally look like, oh, well, this is a load of crap. But you would look at it and be like, oh, I really want it. No, 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 no. I really want this product. But the balance bracelet was one that was an instant killer. Because it was a little rubber band with two aluminum stickers. One on the bottom and one on the top. And they both have a B on it. And supposedly, it's supposed to help you with your balance, your core, your strength supposed to help you, I don't know, be faster, uh, smarter than everybody. I don't know. I don't know what marketing team was behind this rubber band, but it worked, and they got so much money from it. Literally so much. Like, I think, let me pull this up real quick. Hmm. Okay, it is here somewhere. I have, oh, what? Balance bracelets. Okay, Power Balance is the original brand of a hologram bracelet claimed by its manufacturers to have holographic technology to resonate and respond with natural energy filled in the body to increase sporting abilities such as strength, running, uh, balance. Oh my God. <laughs> I remember when my dad had one and he got me one and I wore it because he wore it. And I don't know, I, I, I wish I was old enough to understand this, but I wish that people would come home with these bracelets on and be like, oh, oh my God. Uh, dude, like, I feel great. I feel like I could literally bench press a car right now. Can, do you have a car that I could bench press? Do you, um, dude, I really feel like I'm fast right now. Like, my, I, I used to be able to run a five- second 40 but now with this power balance bracelet i literally can run three seconds flat cuts a whole two seconds off because just the genius holographic technology in this bracelet really is it really that genius or are you just that stupid that's the thing you gotta be careful what you buy 
because these bracelets people people bought a lot of them a lot of people bought these bracelets they were literally just going off the shelves because people were like believed in these things here's the that's why i love placebo effects like that's why i think that there needs to be a vaccine for covid like they say that vaccine already came out and people need to start just injecting just water or just some dumb liquid that does absolutely nothing into their arm and then all of a sudden people can start walking around and acting normal again that is what should happen placebo effects work they do like the fushigi ball remember the fushigi ball when you can like where they said that you literally like it's a magical gravity ball and then you could hold it in your hand and it'll float you know do all this fancy stuff even though you had to learn how to juggle. <laughs> they didn't tell you that. They didn't tell you, oh, hey, this is a juggling ball. No, they said this is a magical gravity ball. And you just literally hold it in your hands. And next thing you know, it just starts floating. And it'll start going across your chest. And just it will just balance on you. And you can do like all these cool tricks with your hands. and. Really? How dumb. But guess what? They sold off the shelves. They, they got right out of the shelves. They were just, boom. Great marketing strategy. Perfect marketing strategy. I... I... I, I just can't... I can't fathom the fact that of all these products or like situations that where they put on the freaking balance bracelet. Oh my god. That I wonder if they had celebrities back on commercials like slam dunking with that bracelet on and they were like, Wow, this bracelet really works. Like they could have had a bracelet. They could have had like LeBron James dunking. And then they could have had like some small scrawny white kid and just put strap a balance bracelet on him. All of a sudden, he jumps just as high as LeBron, makes an even greater dunk than him, and then there you go, boom, power balance. Great ad campaign. People fall for it. Great ad campaign. Just genius. Genius, genius, genius. <sighs> and should, it should be illegal. I don't know, how can you lie? Like, you can't lie. It, like, it's bad to lie, but yet people, like, ads and stuff lie to our faces all the time, and then it's completely okay. It's completely fine. They're like, oh, it's just to make money. Like, I can take this pin right here. Simply, simply take this pin and be like, hey, this pin, uh, if you write on your hand, whatever you write on your hand, you remember. Whatever you write on your hand, you remember in your head. So, you, you can write a long, long paragraph, and all of a sudden it goes automatically to your memory, and it's always there. Boom. People can buy that pen, and it'll just go right off the shelves. Straight off. They'll just be like, wow. <laughs> Man, I got a little something a little scratchy in my throat. I got a little... Mm. I don't know what it is, but that does not need to happen anymore. That was weird. <laughs> For sure.
Definitely, definitely confusing. But power, power balance. <laughs> oh, man. What, what other products? What other products have been just like crap products, but they sold a lot of things? I'm actually really, really curious. Like, can you, can you look that up? Crap products that sold, that sold well. Wow, they actually have a list. What are some examples of some bad products that were marketed very well? The, oh, there was the Power Glove. The Power Glove. I'm assuming the Power Glove is the, the, uh, uh, cousin, like older, older brother, older cousin of the Power Balance bracelet. Let me read here. The marketing stated in 1989, um, hmm, oh, basically they just strapped a Nintendo remote on a, on a glove and they called it a product. Wow. Power play. It's a, literally, instead of playing with, that is that is absolutely dumb. So instead of playing with your fingers, you have a glove and you have to play it off the glove. That's uh That was stupid. Well, 13 terrible products that too many Americans bought. Dude, that sounds like a great article because Americans buy so many stupid things. Let's see here. Watermelon Oreos. Hmm. Watermelon Oreos. Crystal Pepsi. <clears throat> Man. Crystal Pepsi. This is not, these are not freaking Coca-Cola Black. No way. Pizza Hut Body Spray. And the first thing is Pizza Hut Body Spray. Before you ask, yes, it smells like pizza or freshly baked dough. Okay, my God. Pizza Hut came out with a perfume or fragrance that you spray on yourself and you smell like pizza dough. Or basically the inside of a Pizza Hut. That is disgusting. So I'm assuming their co-workers didn't need the product because they smell like it to begin with. And uh, you probably wouldn't get many attractions from that. You... <laughs> oh my god. Oh, dude. You smell like Pizza Hut. You, that is so hot. That is so, so hot. Or like there's people that are like, I mean, I don't really like Pizza Hut. So if I saw someone that smelled like Pizza Hut, no, yeah, if I smell somebody and they smell like Pizza Hut, like, are you kidding me? If it's not Domino's, I feel like if pizza, if pizza companies came out with any brands, it would definitely be Domino's. Domino's would be the best smelling one. I've been into a Papa John's, I've been into a Little Caesars, I've been into a Pizza Hut, all of them trash when it comes to smell. You go into a, you go into a flippin' Domino's, oh, I'm telling you, I actually get Domino's pasta bowls 
put that in a fragrance and spray that all over you. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, everybody, everybody on my 600 pound life on the TLZ channel will literally be just falling over in love with you. <coughs> Woo! I'm gonna pause this. I'll be right back. Man, I need to I need to get some water. Okay, I am back. I am sorry for the brief interruption. I I don't know some acid reflux was going on. I don't know, but my throat was starting to scratch and burn a little bit. But where was I? Where was my train of thought? Was it the products? Was it the fail? The worst worst products ever? Oh, man, I am I'm thrown for a loop at this point. Uh. Well, I mean, we could look up 25 bizarre products that were sold on Amazon. Um, let's see here. For $4.99? Uh, I don't know. Oh. I don't know what that was. <laughs> okay. This was a bad, bad website. Bad things. <laughs> Uh, but no, I, I, I think that's the only other thing. Silly Bands was okay. I remember Silly Bands. If y'all remember Silly Bands, those things were, I mean, I, I don't know. They didn't really have a really manipulative marketing strategy. It was more of a, uh, it was more of a, hey kids, do you like this rubber band that's shaped like a car? Or hey kids, do you like this rubber band that's shaped like a football? And everybody's like, it and then then they everybody bought them it's just one of those things that that everybody freaking bought and it it was just really it was one of those really really weird products that definitely uh, sold great to kids but they were just really really not a great product at all like it was absolutely stupid. <clears throat> it was absolutely just an awful product. Just for the f- simple fact of the shapes. One was a heart. One was a cow. One was a horse. I mean, I don't know. They were, they were just like, and I remember kids would have them all up and down their arms. And they would trade them. They'd be like, oh my gosh, I have a truck, but you have a basketball. I don't have a basketball. Do you want to trade? And that's, that's the stuff that I grew up with. Silly bands. I didn't really play with Pokemon cards, okay? But you know the Bakugan? Whew. I didn't have really many of those. But, you know, the rich kids in your school, whenever there's a trend out and they hop on that trend and they totally ruin the trend, that's what happens. Like Pokemon cards. They'll end up buying all the greatest Pokemon cards. Though, you know, remember those Pokemon cards that came out and they, look, they were like literally a 24 by 36 of a freaking Pokemon? straight 24 by 36 it was a 24 by 36 of a pokemon and i don't even want to know how expensive that thing was but all i have to say is it was literally like all the rich kids had them and then on top of that the bakugan they were there were these little bitty tiny balls that when the the magnet hit perfectly it would sprawl out into this creature like thing that looks like a transformer and you can get one that looks like a bowling ball. 
and these things were huge. I don't, I don't know, but all I never had one because I did not want to spend all my money on this garbage, and my parents also wouldn't let me. But it was a trend, and these kids, rich kids, would always ruin trends because they would always have the best stuff before the other kids could catch up to them. But like having those backgrounds that look like bowling balls. Just roll it down the hallway onto this magnet, and boom, it would literally go and fill up the whole hallway. And you're like, okay. Looks like we got to go on to another trend now. Um, looks like uh, John <laughs> just ruined the uh, trend because he's rich, and he has 25 plastic baggies full of Bakugan. <laughs> and they would never trade with you. Because they knew you just had crap ones that they already had. I was also a Hot Wheels guy. Straight Hot Wheels guy. Till I die. Okay? I still have a whole lot of Hot Wheels underneath in, in the basement of uh, my mom's house. That's where I keep all my Hot Wheels still. And they are amazing. I love those things. I would roll them around. I would create ramps for them. I wouldn't buy the ramps. I would make my own ramps at home. And I would just do my own thing. Excuse me. That was very inappropriate of me. I don't know. I, I've been having really bad acid reflux. I don't know if I told y'all, but I've had it. I had a little stomach ulcer. And I'm still on the recovering side of it. And some things, God, sometimes it just likes to act up. Man, it is, it is, so if you hear me drinking water a little bit more or whatever, that's what it is. This is how this podcast is going to go. I'm going to keep on trying to chug along. But other kids, we're going to keep on moving with the kids' products. What other kids' products did I? What, what were famous back? Tech decks. Tech decks are, is still popular in my eyes. I'm actually trying to collect tech decks uh, again, and I'm trying to collect a bunch of tech decks for a reason, because... My dream is to have a house, and in this house is going to be a not painted wall, and on this not painted wall, it's just going to have a, it's just going to be full of tech decks, just a lot of tech decks over time, it's just going to be full of them, just full, and that would be my dream, right then and there, just to be able to have those tech decks. I mean, and it, it just one wall. And that would be the best MTV Cribs episode. I'll walk in and just you have a full freaking ginormous wall full of tech decks. I mean, I think that would look pretty, pretty, uh, pretty dope. Dope, in my opinion. Definitely. It definitely would be great. An awesome, great idea, for sure. And, uh... <laughs> I mean, other than that, I don't really know any other kids' products that I actually just, like, you know, just hopped on the trend and just absolutely loved. I collected football cards for a little bit, but that was a very quick phase. I realized football cards don't really have, like, a great trade value when I was a kid. It was literally just tacky stuff, like silly bands and stuff that you won't even hear of anymore. It's just, <laughs> just thinking of all this stuff. Like, I mean, just imagine if everybody was just walking around with Fushigi balls and power balance barriers. I, I want that stuff to come back again. Like, I don't think anybody's falling into that crap now. But back then, everybody was falling. I mean, like, nowadays, I don't see anybody, I don't see anything, like, growing popular 
that I would think that would be, you know, just a load of crap, just promotional crap that they're just, that they just like, oh, what? <laughs> well, I mean, there are some bracelets that I see now that are, uh, that like those bracelets that have, uh, I don't know. There's just specific kind of bracelets, and they have they're literally nothing, but they're so expensive. And you're like, why are they so expensive? And they're like, oh, it's made from this special kind of. I'm like, oh my, blow my head off. I don't want to listen to it. <laughs> but we are going into the fun fact section, the fun fact category. Yes, I know. I don't have a jingle yet. I don't have a jingle. I don't have a song. I don't have anything for this fun fact section yet. Why? I don't know. Okay? I haven't got around to it. But I will eventually. The goal will be next Friday. Well, Dawson, you set one goal. You you met it, so you better meet this next goal. You know what? That's fine. I will meet this next goal. Next week, I will have a, you know, little jingle for my fun fact section and my news article section. To, uh, I'm tired of saying that every week and not doing it. But it's finally going to be a goal that's going to be set in. And what's the fun fact, Dawson? What is the fun fact? Well, give me a second. Let me sip on some of this water. Mmm, delicious. All right, what do we have? Fun fact. Competitive art used to be in the Olympics. What? Competitive art used to be in the Olympics? So you're telling me there would be artists that would just be like, ready, set, and they would fire a gun, and next thing you know, they'll just be like trying to make Mona Lisa just on a sketch, or they'll try to sculpt a pumpkin, or that'd be, huh, that'd be, that'd be very interesting. Let's, let's read what this article says about it. It says, between 1912 and 1948, the Olympic Games awarded medals in sculpture Music, painting, and architecture. Wow. So, so music as well? Oh my god, 1912? 1912? Only if Beethoven was alive during that time, he would literally, like, sweep the competition, just... Dun-dun-dun-dun. Or no, is that one of his songs? What, what is one of... But what is, what, how does Be- one of Beethoven's things go? Oh my god. He would sweep the competition. And then, like, sculpting? I mean, oh, come on. Bring in Galileo. Bring in Galileo. Bring in, bring in all the guys. Bring in all those people. From, like, it's like the 1900s, really. There wasn't really that many great guys in the 1900s. In the 1800s, though. They literally were painting, sculpting. They were doing everything that they, when they put in the Olympics. That is, wow. And I actually think that would make the Olympics more interesting if they brought some of this stuff back. Like, just imagine if they had an EDM, electronic dance music, some dubstep. Like, that, that would be a category in the Olympics. All right, we're going to see who's the best DJ. And like the crowd just gets hyped. And however loud the crowd gets, the loudest crowd that the the loudest crowd that one of the DJs gets, he gets gold. That would be that would be awesome. I because that would make me want to go to the Olympics. Because who wants to buy tickets to the Olympics? Really? Like 
eh, nah, I'm good. But if you're telling me I'm in a rave while I'm there, I'm buying tickets to the Olympics and there's a rave going on, uh, uh, yeah, you'll see me in the front lines. I would definitely be going if one of the DJ, one of the top DJs, they're like Skrillex or Marshmallow or somebody. I mean, come on, put that in there. Sculpting, we could. I don't know. I don't know if if I would want to bring any of these back, besides music. We could put mon- <laughs> the best freestylist in music. Oh my gosh, just like just imagine all the modern rappers. They're fighting for Olympic gold medals out here. They win one. They're just like, man, I just gotta give this to my mama. I gotta. I mean, literally, my whole squad, <laughs> my whole everybody, man. They're the ones that got me this gold medal. Uh, I got. I gotta thank everybody who came out and supported me. It's just like you got gold medal for freestyling. Awesome, that's great. In the Olympics, no athleticism at all. You're just straight making music. That's all you were doing. Architecture. How would you do architecture? Like what? Who could build a house the fastest? Who had the prettiest house would get the gold medal? What? What is that like? A what is that? A three month event? Like, I mean, you have three months to make this house. And they, they're like, for three months, they're just making houses. The next thing you know, they're just like, all right, we're done finally. And they go in and like, wow, this is a really nice house. I think I'm going to give you the gold medal. You are going to get the gold medal. And they're like, oh, well, thank you. Thank, thank you for awarding me this gold medal. I really, I really do appreciate it. This, this means a lot to me. Like, you don't understand how how much this means to me like this is this is awesome thank you so much <laughs> it took me three months to build this house and uh now i got a gold medal for it that's awesome uh i mean that that's that's insane that's that's an insane fact from the weird facts competitive art <laughs> who would make the fastest art I would just see like all these painters just painting as fast as they can, as fast as they can. Next thing, oh, ooh, we gotta stop. Boom, man. That that is a very good art piece. What is it? Oh, it, it, it's great. It's awesome. Well, that's great. This is splatter. Oh no, a splatter paint competition. That would be the worst. Because literally, splatter paint is not art. I'm sorry, but I've seen splatter paintings that have literally been sold for hundreds of thousands of dollars and it, really oh i'm just gonna splatter a little bit here splatter a little bit over there i'm splatter a little bit here and there again boom there you go that's that's my painting how much for it mm, i'm gonna start at 56 g's work my way up from there we'll start the auction at 56,000. oh wow that's awesome how long did it take you to make the painting? Eh, roughly about 15 minutes. It took it took me about 15 minutes. It would have taken a little bit. It would have been less, but my hands started cramping up. And I just, like, it was just so hard to fling to the end and just fling that last bit of paint on there. But when I finally got it on there, it made, it made the painting a masterpiece. And I know people view art differently. Like, you may see one painting differently than another person. But if you're telling me 
that someone could see a splatter painting so much different than another person, you're out of your mind. They just wanna they just wanna make themselves think they can see something completely different compared to you to make them feel better than you. Like literally I think a jar of air sold for <laughs> a can of air sold like they were selling cans of air in New York or what was that two chains that was selling it? No, no, it wasn't two chains. I think two chains was trying it out, but it was canned air. And it was like a few thousand dollars. Your own personal can of air was like thousands and thousands of dollars just for, you literally put it to your mouth. It looks like it's in a Lysol spray can. And you put it up to your mouth. And at the end of it, it has a little thing like, you know, uh, at hospitals when they put the oxygen mask. That's what it is. Literally an oxygen mask. And you put that up to your mouth and you spray it and you get fresh air. I don't know. I don't know. if it, Does it give you superpowers? I, I don't know. Does it cure cancer? I would never spend it over. I wouldn't spend five bucks on that. But news article time. We're going to the news. News. What's in the news? What is in the news, Dawson? What is in the news? Well, I will tell you. It's not going to be the news that you hear all the time or whatever. No, it's going to be different. It's going to be different. No, it's always different. Okay? It, this is weird news. This is news that does not get posted frequently. And I'm here to tell you. The Last I Go Heart Podcast. Make sure to send that out and make sure everybody is notified of news that isn't really spread much. And the news I have for you today is shoppers left in stitches by enthusiastic pose of a man modeling male nightdress. So basically, they were laughing really hard at the fact that Amazon put out one of their night, a male nightdress, a male nightgown, and this guy was posing hardcore. I'm talking hardcore. I, I'm actually going to screenshot this and put it on my Instagram, my Facebook story uh, after I'm done with this podcast because this is just, it is literally hilarious. Like, I can't. I can't believe that. Oh my God. Dude, he is. Mmm. Mmm, man. It, it looks. It looks awful. It, all it is, it's an oversized male t shirt. That literally is. Guys, if you want the, if you want a male nightgown, if you want a male nightdress, go for it. Just go buy yourself a 4XL t shirt. If you're, if you're, you know, if you're a normal size guy, average size guy, go buy yourself a 4XL t-shirt and you got yourself a male nightgown. That's literally what this looks like. But this guy's literally rocking it. Mmm. Mmm. I wonder how much they paid him to do that. They were like, hey, we got this new product called a male nightdress. You want to try it out? And he was like, sure, how much? We're really not going to pay you a lot. Just, you know, did you want to model this male nightdress? Sure, you got a camera? <laughs> I, I, I love this idea. It's, it's, it's going to be, it's the greatest idea ever. I can't believe it. <laughs> I love it so much. The male nightdress. Oh, my God. But people actually bought this. And I don't know what guy would ever wear this. But I'm telling you this much, if I was a robber, and I broke into somebody's house, and 
the husband walks down and he's got like a night dress on, but he's got a shotgun. It would be the most confusing thing ever. If like I would be looking at him and be like, "Whoa, hold on, is that his wife holding a shotgun, or is he in her dress, or what's going on here?" This is very, very weird. This is making me feel very awkward. Actually, you know what? I'm just gonna back out and go. You don't even need to warn me or tell me to go out. Like, you need to fix whatever problems you have. But a male nightdress. Mm. I wish you could see these pictures. Like, if you go to my social medias, which will be in the links in the description of this podcast des- description. Uh, um, well, I mean, I don't know. I may post it a few times. But if you catch it on my story, I will post it on my story a few times. And, uh, man, this guy's literally rocking it. He, he has rocked it. <laughs> Oh, they even have a V-neck version too. Like that really matters. But that is that is the news segment after you. But you know, thank you, thank you guys for listening to the episode twenty-six, of the last Cycle Heart podcast. I really appreciate it. I also really appreciate the fact that you were sticking through and listening, even though I had like that little little bit of a difficulty in the middle of my podcast where my throat decided to, you know, become scratchy and. uh you know, have a little bit of a burning sensation and I had to actually pause it. I think that's the first time I've ever had to pause my podcast. I hope that never happens again. And if it does, oh, (laughs) maybe if I set it as a goal, it won't happen. So my goal is from now on that will not have to pause my podcast to have to go up and get water because my throat's scratchy. I don't know that. I don't know if that's going to happen, but everybody, thank you for listening again. And uh, make sure to uh, go follow me on my social medias. They'll be on the links in the descriptions. If you uh, have anything that you want to want me to talk about for a future podcast or you know show on this podcast or you know maybe maybe you want to strike a conversation, you can always email me. My email will also be linked in the description as well in this podcast. Uh, you can also just direct message me off my social medias if you want. Uh, and I'm just also going to repeat again. Wednesday, November 11th at the Looney Bin. I have a comedy competition. If you want to show up and uh, come on down, you know, message me. Uh, you know, if you need a ride, I maybe could give you a ride. Who knows? I want you to come see me or and come see the other comics and watch the show. It's going to be a really great show. Uh, come out come out and support. That, that's, all I, that's all I want. And uh, also, I have... Uh, this little new little hobby. I, I save this for the very end because I'm gonna play it as an ending. Um, one second. God. Well, anyways, I was gonna save this towards the ending because uh, it's a little a little hobby that I uh, that I just started, and it consists of uh, EDM. Yeah, I started making EDM music. Oh. Oh, Dawson, you're getting into a little DJing. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. A little bit, I don't know. I've always had an interest for music, but I've never really figured out how like I can you know, have a little fun with it. But I started playing around with a few stuff, and I made something. And uh, I'm going to give you a little snippet at the very end of this podcast. And uh, I don't know when I'm going to post it yet, but it's going to be on YouTube for sure. And I will let you all know on my social medias and my story. And probably next podcast because I'll post it by the time the next podcast rolls around. 
and I will definitely let you know that it's up on there and where you can find it. But once again, thank you for listening to episode 26 of the Last Ico Heart Podcast, and I will see you next Friday. Hey, that face that again, please. <laughs>